as we close off this year, when you look in the rearview mirror of the past 12 months, what do you see? What do you think about 2013? What sort of a year was it for you? Do you have a sense of satisfaction about the year? Do you look back and go, yep, it was a good year? I can think of things that I achieved or accomplished or things that happened that, yeah, it was a good year. Or maybe you look back on 2013 and you just go, I wish I could just wipe that off the years of my life like it was a shocker. It was a really bad year. A lot of stress, whatever it might be. Maybe you look back and go, ah, I, I wasted some opportunities, you know. God opened some doors and I didn't listen or I didn't walk through them and didn't quite fulfil what God wanted for me. Maybe you look back and you say, look, it was a real year of growth. I faced a lot of giants in my life. I dealt with a lot of things, you know, in my circumstances or in my, in my life and I really got on top of a lot of things. It was a year that, that I really feel like I could say, yeah, that's a year that I grew. Or maybe you look back and you go, I didn't go anywhere this year. Like, where did this year go? I just feel like I was in limbo the whole year and it's, it's gone and now we're facing a new year. Well, I've got good news for you. Whether you've had the greatest success or whether you've had the worst failure this year, it doesn't count for anything in 2014. In fact, the scripture tells us to forget what is behind, to leave it in the past because it is exactly that, the past. Have you ever heard people in Christian circles talk about the old glory days, you know, back in Berwick Church of Christ in 1922, we used to do this, it was so wonderful. Who cares? Honestly, who cares? It doesn't mean anything to God because it's a new year. It's a new opportunity. And the scripture actually says, forget what is in the past. I need you to understand this. There's three parts to your body. There's the physicality. There's your soul and there's your spirit. And your soul is made up of three parts, your intellect, your will, and your emotions. And when Paul was writing to the church, he said, forget what is behind. He said, use your will and your intellect to purposefully go, no, that's disconnected from me. It's now in the past. So whether you've had a shocker of a year doesn't matter. The good news is you can leave it behind. Maybe you've had the greatest year ever. You know what? There's an opportunity next year for an even bigger year. You can forget what is in the past. That doesn't mean forget about the good things, but it's the disconnect. You can draw a line in the sand, you can turn the diary over and you can go, it's a fresh start. It's the fresh start for an even better year than before and even if it was a bad one, it really doesn't matter. So your biggest failure or your greatest achievement have no bearing on God's future for you. None at all. It's like cricket. You know, you might make a century in the first innings, but when you come out in the second innings and you take guard and you stand in front of the stumps, you're on zero. You've got to start again. And that's what's going to happen in 2014. God's going to go, Daryl, what sort of year are you going to have, mate? Good, bad or ugly? I believe God wants us to have a great year. But a great year is not necessarily an easy year. And a great year is not necessarily that we don't struggle because in those struggles we'll grow. But the beauty is the scripture says, forget what is in the past. Not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, 
Forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Now, for a lot of people, that's refreshing good news. If you've had a bad year, you can get the scissors out and you can chop up your diary and go, it's finished, it's over. But it's also a great opportunity for us to start afresh and say, Lord, 2014, I want it to be something really special. So the second thing that those scriptures tell us to do is to throw off every hindrance. So get rid of anything in your life that's going to stop you from being the best that you can be in God. Whatever that might be. It might be an addiction. It could be any number of a thousand things that hinder you in running for God and running with God and being the best that you can be. You have to work what that, out what that thing is or things are. But the scripture says throw them off. Literally throw them off. It's like this. Sorry for the nudity. But when Paul was writing to the church, he was referring to the Greek runners in the Olympics and they would literally run nude. They would run nude because they didn't want the clothes to hinder them from being the best athletes that they could be. That's what he was referring to. Anything in your life that's going to stop you from being God's best, get rid of it. Throw it off. If there's bad relationships, sever them. If there's addictions in your life, get on top of them. Paul's saying whatever you can possibly do to be an elite follower of Jesus Christ, do it. In fact, Paul said he beat his body into submission so that it would do the things that he wanted it to do so he could be the greatest disciple he could possibly be. If you're addicted to Facebook, get off it. Whatever it is, you're in control of being the best disciple that you can possibly be. And if there's hindrances there, throw them off. Get rid of them. Do whatever is necessary. So the scriptural principle is to press on by throwing off anything that's going to weigh you down. Get rid of it. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. The third thing we've got to do is strain towards what is ahead. The Christian life is not about crawling. It's not about jogging. It's not about walking. It's about running, running the race. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen Usain Bolt run, but it's like watching the wind move. It's just something magnificent. But that's the sort of language and the metaphors that Paul's trying to get across. He's trying to say that as disciples of Christ, we need to be elite, elite disciples of Christ. And we should be so fixated and so fine-tuned in our discipleship and our obedience of Christ and following him that we're, in comparison to Olympic athletes, we're Olympic-type disciples, full-on for God, fixated on that finish line, striving towards God, what's ahead of us. So if you think about the language that Paul was using, he's saying that God has laid hold of your life. He's laid hold of Melissa for a purpose. And he's grabbed Melissa and he said, of all the billions of people in the world, I want you and I've got a race marked out for you and you have to run that race. And the race Melissa's got to run is not the same race I've got to run. 
We've all got a race that's marked out for us, tailor-made, specifically designed for us in the season of life that we're in. And Paul is saying, run the race. Do the best that you can. Do it with passion. Run the race with fervour in your life. Don't be half-hearted. Don't crawl your way through Christianity. But understand there's a sense of urgency about what God wants us to do, to be resolute. You know, I don't, I don't know a lot about athletes, but the ones that I have looked at, they're almost obsessive in the way that they prepare and that they train and everything. When they put their feet in those little, little I don't know what you call them, what do you call them? The blocks. Like they take forever, don't they? Like they're shaking their calf muscles out and, you know, they're, they're perfectionists. And when they put their fingers on the line, like there's a millimetre left, they want every ounce of energy. And when you watch them and they do it in slow motion, you see every one of their muscles. I don't have muscles, otherwise I'd show you, but I don't. <laughs> but you get the point. Like they're, they're, they're elite people. And, and Paul is saying that the business that we're in, the Christian life, the kingdom of God, serving Jesus, is the highest calling that there is. Like we're only going to get one go at this. We're only going to get one life. We're only going to get one opportunity to best, be the best that we can be in Christ. And, and Paul's saying, don't mess it up. Strain for what is at the end, at the finish line. This glory of knowing God and walking with God and then getting to the end of your life and looking back and saying, I ran the race. I didn't waste my opportunities. When God opened the door, I walked through them. I wasn't so bottled up with fear that I never tried anything. I was someone who heard the voice of God and obeyed it and I ran the race that God had marked out for me. You know, the interesting part about this is that we need to run the Christian life, to win it with that sort of attitude. Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? So this is Paul talking to Christians. He's saying run in such a way as to get the prize. It's okay to be fixated on getting the crown at the end. Paul's saying use your noggin, use your intellect and your will to realise what God's called you to and therefore you should be incredibly impassionate, consumed, obsessed by being the greatest ambassador of the kingdom of God that you can possibly be. And a lot of the success and the failure of being that ambassador for Christ is in your hands. It's whether or not you're committed, whether or not you're disciplined, whether or not you... Throw off the things that so easily hinder and ensnare us. Because there's so much that can, isn't there? The television, the phones, we can get consumed by all sorts of stuff. Work, family. But Paul's saying, 